Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansoor, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely, wonderful, handsome co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Still messing with the mic position. Hello. Always will. Always, always will. will. Not until I upgrade the mics and get better of these things, because these are rather annoying. So weird. So goddamn annoying, actually. Yeah. It's Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a new discography per episode. And today, we'll be discussing the very, very short discography of... Uh, rights of spring. Indeed. You forgot who we were talking about today, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> Cause, uh, sometimes things sound good in my head. I didn't want to say right of spring. Right of spring is the original is the, oh, the, the, the ballet in the composition was based off of. Yes. By so, Igor Stravinsky. I'm yeah, a nerd, by the way. I'm, I'm obsessed with that. Yes. <laughs> so I didn't want to say right of spring. I wanted to make sure there was an S on there actually and, and get it right. We need to do a right of spring uh patreon episode because i'm obsessed with it i'm like obsessed yeah. with it yeah like, i really really love that piece and i love the ballet oh like, shit yeah like uh what the hell are we talking well, hold on i probably shouldn't even job. i just threw off my whole my whole you did. flow by but it's so good it's yeah. it was so innovative it caused a riot on its opening <laughs> night it's really weird and kind of creepy and i think i'm gonna cover one of the pieces in it uh but yeah, if you want to help support us, you can uh, do all this stuff. You subscribe. You know what to do if you want to help us. You get it. Um, unless you're like 70 years old, in which case, hit buttons. Buttons are good. Uh, we also covered uh, Embrace a while back. Yes. I don't remember which episode it was, but you can find a link in the description. And if you're on YouTube, it'll pop up right now. Um, as well as Fugazi. Fugazi, the minor threat. Farrakat. Farrakat. We should this make a Discord? A Discord playlist? Yes. Actually, that's a really good idea. Discord playlist. Uh, a fucking Melvin's playlist, obviously. Uh, where does what are the a grunge playlist? All this shit that we do the, too many of. There's a few other. There's another playlist I'll suggest to you when we're when we're done recording. Right. But along with Embrace, uh, Right to Spring is uh, often credited as inventing the earliest form of emo, which uh, Gibe Chiodo is not not too fond of, which I think is very really fu pretty funny. Yes. Uh, but it's also, you know, everything comes from somewhere and this is where that came from, more or less. Uh, so go check out the Embrace episode. You could also find the full Rights of Spring album or album and EP, whatever the hell it is we're discussing. You can find all that, uh, links to all that in the description. Patreon.com, last plug, slash every album ever. Bonus episodes, early access, certain episodes, discounts off merch, and of course, Tier two gets to jump the line when requesting an artist. We have a whole bunch of Patreon requested episodes coming up and some that I haven't even added to the schedule because I keep forgetting, but they will be done and we will do them. Uh, you can also just send a standard email with a request, but there's a lower, lower, about a thousand percent lower likelihood that we'll get to that anytime soon. Or, so, or bri bribe us. Or you can bribe us. If we you don't want to deal with the Patreon thing. You can bribe us. Uh, I've been thinking of, of, um, of, uh, like, what is it not payment plans with the like pricing that's the word oh pricing okay. for bribery because we have people bribing us and let's just say the guy who's bribing us is the best and he just doesn't care and he just throws a bunch of money yeah and i'm not gonna say no uh but uh i don't know how to handle those in terms of like making it official so i'll figure that out at some point but for now throw money at us it'll help uh and okay that's about it for plugs so yes uh yeah uh Kind of got a little mishmashed here, but um, as well as starting emo, part of Revolution Summer. 1985. Which is, I'm, I should, the next 
there's one other band, Beefeater. Beefeater. Yeah. When we get around to that, I will I will try to do more research on it because the Wikipedia page it's barren, is abysmal. Is a, yes. And honestly, like um, I I brought it up with the Embrace episode and probably the minor third episode, the the twenty years of Discord box set that I bought when it came out, literally mm-hmm. twenty years ago. Um, it, like that's where I learned a lot about DC hardcore and DC bands in general. Uh, and Discord especially, obviously, because it's record label but even there there's very little information on revolution summer it's just like oh they were a part of the thing that became known as revolution summer and that was very influential and then they died immediately yeah yeah i would like to read more about like the movement i think there's a book on it i've (laughs) they're good they are good although uh (laughs) the i forget the name of the main one that, that that talks about all that dc stuff but i was a big big fan of um Michael Azarad's This Band Could Be Your Life. Oh, yeah. And there's stuff in there um, about it as well, along with like every good band and a lot of those that we've covered, like Mission of Burman, Minor Threat, and Fugazi, Bottle Surfers. Uh, we've covered all those. This is, this is a good episode. So do that if you haven't yet. Uh, but yeah, I don't really know anything about it. There's other than that, other than that, it was influential. Uh, super influential in that it was um, the, the DC Harker scene, I believe, died around 83, which is like way. Oh, not way. It was still going pretty strong in other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. 83 was not like at all the nail in the coffin for, for hardcore, but for DC, it kind of was. Like, I think it got overtaken by skinheads and everything was just so so angry and violent. And Ian was like, fuck this. Like, I've, all the good bands broke up. We don't even know what we're doing. And then the the wave came with Rites of Spring and Embrace and stuff like that, where it's like, it's a, it's a, it's very hardcore in essence, very punk like, but it's, different it's a yes. little bit deeper it's a little bit further off into something that doesn't exist yet yes that sounds about right also uh i have not listened to them i for i i think we talked about it on the fair cat episode a little bit or maybe the embrace one um another uh influenced by the faith uh what was that the, oh. the faith yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a huge faith faith fan. No, no, no I was saying rights of spring. Oh, rights of spring. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they shared a guitarist. Okay. So okay. there was a lot of inbreeding with these DC bands, like a lot. So I mentioned it on the Embrace episode. Embrace is okay. I'm already. I'm already. <laughs> the faith. Let's start with the faith because they were first. There, yes, that, that's the like big one. Yeah, the faith is an incredible hardcore band. They put out the split LP with Void, and then they put out one EP after that. That was like they added a second guitarist. It was way more. It was a lot deeper. It was still hardcore, but it was it was very musical and they're very good band. Uh, they broke up and led the singer for the faith was uh, Alec McKay. I think I think his name was Alec or Alec McKay, E. e. McKay's younger brother. Okay. The Faith breaks up. Every member of the Faith, except one guitarist, goes with Ian, and they form Embrace. <laughs> so he's just singing for his brother's band, essentially. Yeah. The one guitarist who didn't join Embrace joined Rites of Spring. Okay. Along makes- with uh, Guy Picciotto and Brandon Canty, eventually a Fugazi. Yes. And then one other guy, who, Michael Hampton? Is that, is that his name? I'm just throwing a name out of, out of oh, thin air. Dude. I hope that's it. Usually I write the bad members down. Did I do my... Mike Fellows. Mike Fellows. Okay. Mike Fe- The fact that it was a Mike is a co- complete coincidence. Yes. And the other... The, what was it? Eddie, Eddie Janey? Was that the guy from The Faith? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So everyone was uh, was knew each other. Everyone... So it... it, it I'm talking a lot. Sorry. Well, uh, you should because this is, this is one of those ones I where, know. I'm, where I'm like... 
the the Wikipedia is not informative, but I'm like, I know Mike knows about this stuff, so I know he's got it. I know, I know he's got it covered bit, a little bit of it. Like, um, so the funny thing about these bands, Embrace and Right to Spring, I keep jumping to those two because the, the two that I know the most the about. Big, yeah. Um, they they did like no shows. They did like nine shows or fifteen shows. I forgot how many Right to Spring did. They might have done like nine. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Uh. But everyone, they were still wildly popular and everybody knew them. And it's because like there's the, the community was so slow, uh, small and like close knit. Everybody knew each other. So you, you didn't really need to play that many sure. for everyone to kind of be familiar. And not to mention, I'm pretty sure the Right to Spring was a wild band live, like oh, destroying I, their equipment I, kind of stuff. Yeah, I can only I can only imagine. Yeah. And uh, I mean, because even knowing uh, knowing Gee's history on stage like his early days in fugazi before he he joined on second guitar or yeah he, i mean that that clip from uh instrument where he's a hanging off the, the oh, basketball yeah. hoop uh and then ended up getting really injured like like <laughs> wild motherfuckers wild motherfuckers um because this is a short episode i this i don't know if their music's good but i was looking at a cl- eclipse of this newer band i think they're called fever 333 uh-huh. the front man is a crazy person like what's he doing what's he's he doing? like climbing like playing outside festivals and like climbing to the very top oh, of the, the scaffolding state. yeah fuck that yeah oh. yeah oh. he's jumping off of things he's like throwing himself on stage like oh man yeah we need we need people i mean they're gonna die sooner but we uh, need people like that to 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 be that extreme end of the spectrum where we have the slints and the tools on the other uh, other end where they just stand there and do yeah. nothing but it's okay because they're <laughs> yeah plus tool has like visuals so. oh yeah that's they do have that added yeah. uh but uh in their very short short lifespan they only put out two records uh one full length that was self-titled and then one ep that was released uh posthumously i think they they broke up after it was done mixing or something like that mm-hmm uh, the album came out 85 EP came out 1987. Uh, and this is a, I mean, th- this, this thing that we're, it's covering both of them on streaming. You'll find it all as rights of spring. It's to everything. Uh, it was originally released as end on end. Mm. Uh, but then they just changed the name on streaming. I don't even, I don't even understand it. Yeah. Uh, but we might as well jump into it. So I will talk slower. Make sure you got uh, it queued up. This is got it. Well, this the end on end was released in 1991, but technically 85 and 87. So here it is. Very just basically hardcore. It's like DC hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it um. It's 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 a little more fun to me than like it's it's very fun. Yeah, um, it's a lot tighter too. Yes, they are great musicians. Um, I was not expecting this song isn't the best example, but I wasn't expecting there to be like riffs that I could like latch onto immediately. There's there's a lot of. There's a lot of riffs here. Uh, I do like that. Uh, which I will, 
I wasn't expect. It was a very pleasant surprise, but yeah. I so this is widely regarded as a classic, and people also, also I've never listened to them. This is my first time. First listening. time. First time listening to them. I hadn't heard this. I haven't heard this in so many years. I yeah. was like, oh, I remember this. Uh, it's a classic for many people, not for me. Really, like, I like it just fine, but I I I always opted for embrace when it came mm. down to like this whole. I th- this whole era. Yeah, I think between the two, I'm I'm right. To, I had a feeling. Uh, I had. I just knew it. Yeah. The same way, like it's with the like drive, like Jihyu and stuff. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. I, I just just have different taste, buddy. Just different it, taste. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, uh, yeah, almost this. Also produced by the first. Well, first twelve tracks on here. The first album. Produced. Oh, yeah, the album. Yeah. I think it's thirteen. No, it's twelve plus a bonus track. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. Produced by Ian McKay. Ian McKay, yeah. McKay and uh, and uh, Don Ziantaro, who did basically every Discord record ever. Yeah, he's, he's just he's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I still don't think I've ever seen a photo of his face. If if I found one, you'll see it on the video now. He's uh, this, uh, a mythical being. I know, with a crazy last name. So, uh, that opener, Spring. I like it a lot. It's not my favorite opener, but. It, out the gate, you already understand what the whole album is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very much that, like, really. I think the bass lines are pretty much the the most the highlight here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of the record, I think the bass stands out the most. Uh, the guitars are kind of they're kind of scraggly in the background, pan pretty heavily. They're 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 a bit buried. And then the other thing is Guy's voice. I was gonna say uh, it's the most obvious, but it like his vocal performance is in insane it's me. rad it's, it's rad yeah like yeah. he does not sing like this in in fugazi he at all not, not at all and yeah yeah <sighs> I, I mentioned on uh, the fugazi episode uh that i the first thing i heard was 13 songs yeah and i hated gee's voice i fucking yeah. and it ruined the record for me when i was like <laughs> you know 12 years old I was like I, I hate his voice so much and then not long later maybe the same year I heard this and I was like, mm-hmm. I love his voice. Yeah. Why doesn't he do this? Like, this is great. I think like the wildest one on here is, uh, is it Haynes point? Haynes point. That Jesus, that is insane. What I, he's I dig doing it. on there. Great bass lines in that one too. Yeah. Also, uh, deeper than inside. Uh, I don't know if I would like it better as an opener, but I think it's a lot more memorable than the opener. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Something about that one that stuck with me a lot over the years. I do think the opener is kind of like a, I don't want to call it by the numbers, but like, you know, you could maybe slip that in in a different band where there are other songs on here where you're like that. That is more unique. Oh, yeah. They have more of a their own voice. That's one thing I did have a problem with, though, is is how same the album gets. And it is a a bit. It's not long, but it's Mm -hmm. for how much how many of these songs are similar. It's it's basically all of them except for like three. Mm-hmm. And my favorite song by far, without a doubt, Drink Deep. It's the yeah. fucking best. It's the yeah. fucking best. Yeah. That's like uh, a lot of people, you don't use the term epic for punk songs usually, but to me, that's like a punk rock epic. Yeah. There's. It's like, almost funky, man. Those The bass is a powerhouse in that song. That's probably the, the uh, and I've, I think I bought it up before. That's probably the Go-Go influence, oh. um, which was a a like funk and soul subgenre that was really popular in DC. And that the the punk kids they would go to punk like punk bands and Go-Go bands were often on the same bill. Mm-hmm. So that's probably that Go-Go influence on there. It's a uh, it's almost if it were bad, it would be a sore thumb. But it's definitely it's like oh wow, that's 
That is not at all like the rest. And then the, the rest of them are so similar. And I do mean that not just in style, like with it being more funky and slower and, and heavy, the way it's written, like most of these songs feel very punky and like, uh, in a, I can't even, uh, that the drink, drink deep is more like, it has like the soul of a hard rock. It has, I keep saying funk, but you yeah. know, uh, very pentatonic bass lines. Everything else is way more what you recognize, recognize as DC hardcore. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think something else that like, s- the first song that like really stood out for me was for, wa- for want of, for want of. Oh yeah. That one. That's like the, there's a few examples, but that was, that was like the first one. I was like, ah, that's how they inspired emo. Yes, that's, yes, and, and actually put on a little bit of that sound, bitch. Uh, yeah. And yeah, if if uh, if you want to talk, like it's this. Yep. You put this in a Tony Hawk game. Yeah, yeah. The only thing difference is the production. Yeah, yeah. Only thing different is that difference. That's a great course. Well, yeah, yeah. I love, yeah, this sounds like, um, like random, like way he emphasis on on certain things. It's just so fucking cool. It um. You you seen the the Future Islands performance on? Oh that? yeah, I, I mean that <laughs> is wacky. that is comp- completely unhinged. And yeah. if listeners have not seen that, look up Future Islands on Letterman, and you're gonna hate it, but you're gonna stew in it, and eventually you'll accept it. it uh, it's but it's if 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 you hate it. It's because you have no sense of humor. Because I didn't like the music, but I was like, this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. It is a man who looks like, I call him toxic waste, Marcy. Um, yeah. This weird emphasis on on things. And then in a like pop, like synth pop song, this man decides to drop metal vocals. Yeah. Full on growls, like at the end of phrases. It's just. But he there doesn't do are. it on the albums. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's why I find some of the albums kind of boring, but like I will watch the shit out of them live. Yeah, I will watch the shit. So I yeah. like to, I like to think that he like they they know he does that and they made him not do that for the album, but they can't control him live. So he just does it anyway. <laughs> That'd be fucking amazing. Also, uh, I found out that dude raps fucking good rapper too. That is so unusual. He looks like he has unusually hairy forearms. I don't remember, but I just I just th- I feel like that. He uh he reminds me of uh my friend Lee J a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, a little, but um, back back to this band. Um, so yeah, if you want to talk about emo, I think theme. It's oh yeah, blatantly about crying. <laughs> hey man, we no, no, cry no. sometimes. We do, we do, <laughs> and yeah, that, it hit me in the feels. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I could see why. Yeah, obviously it's warped and mutated into a monster, but you know yeah. the original. Like I can see why people say that i can't really like think of too many other punk bands around this time that are singing about crying so that's what 
Yeah, because if you look like, at like maybe the replacements, but I don't think anyone would call this, like the replacements hardcore. Th- yeah. They were never. They yeah. had a, the first album was hardcore. After yeah. that, they they and by this point, by eighty five, they were long yeah. some something else. They were they were already like uh, Let It Be. I think came out in eighty four, so they were yeah. completely different band. But if you look at a lot of the lyrics of earlier DC hardcore, it's not all of it was very little of it was political. Like like you'd mm-hmm. hear from I don't know L A bands or New York bands or whatever. Uh, it was yeah something like that or like dead candies or something i mean just picking the obvious ones black flag um maybe black flag not even black flag dead candies more than black flag anyway uh it was all very personal it was all very uh my individual struggle what's Mm -hmm. what's happening i'm a 19 year old what the hell is happening in my life right now so it really just just is an extension more mature version of that Mm -hmm. where it's it's instead of uh branching out it went even further inward Mm -hmm. lyrically thematically and all that theme thematically thematically um and what else oh other way around that's just like leaning into those hardcore roots blazing fast song that so i didn't i didn't dig it on first uh, a lot of this honestly on first listen it was like i it just blended all together this the album at least it all I, bled together and that was one of the songs I was like, I mean, it's going to change both the rest. On second listen, I was like, I like everything way more. That one yeah. definitely stuck with me more on second listen. Uh, a lot of it is just is just the thing of of punk and hardcore in general where if, I mean, anything that's the same tempo and the same energy five times in a row and you're not really paying attention to it, you're going to get bored. I I always come back to the the first time I listened to the, the Minor Threat um Oh, complete discography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where like I couldn't really comprehend it because yeah. it was also same Z. So like I listened to this album a lot, and I'm sure like um, you know, now that it's on my radar, I'll like maybe have stronger or different feelings on the pipeline. But yes, it's uh it happens a lot with this Discord bands where it's like um you either have to listen to it a lot or it's just not your your thing yeah yeah and this one i remember i remember when i first heard it when i was real young and my it was my brother roberts he bought it mm-hmm. and uh he played all the time and i didn't even care for it that much then mm-hmm. and he would always he would put he put on so much that eventually i was like i'm i can't take it i don't even like yeah. it anymore i don't even <laughs> fucking like him so this i think my first listen going back to it was scraping off those old feelings of like it's just this shit over and over again sure. and then the second one i was like this is there's nothing wrong with these songs they're all really good songs yeah uh, the writing is definitely in the same you could tell it was all written by like the same not the well obviously the same people but like written with the same mood in mind mm-hmm. uh, with only a few variations, but it's still really consistent. Like there's, you, I mean, the, only, like, the only thing I actually objectively do not like is nudes. T- it's, it's pretty fucking boring. I'm like, I can see why this is tacked on at the end. It's that was the, that was the bonus track. No, no, no. Oh, oh I mean at t- the end of the album, the end of the album, the bonus track is, is um, end on end. Which, oh, that's right. Yeah. Which, I love it. I love it. And then the, yeah, I guess these are two separate things, but yeah, end on end is kind of a perfect segue from the album to is it an EP? It's an EP. It's the um, all through a life. Yeah, because it's um, it's it's high energy, but you get like parts where they're kind of jammy. Yeah, 
pretty it's, jammy. It it's, goes. It's a long song. There's mm-hmm. some like noise, and um, yeah. So I think it's a perfect segue into the EP for sure. Strong. I mean, once again, it's just the bass totally mm-hmm. carries that song for me. Uh, it's like a lot of dicking around, and, and it, but and it's super long, but it somehow it ends up just working which is just one of those things you, i can't explain how why it works just yeah. does. um and then the ep sick i i love the ep more than i so do i and i thought that was gonna be a controversial opinion no i don't I, think yeah because I, I don't i don't think that's the i think it's consensus is that the, everyone likes the album better but this time around that that i felt like everything that was missing in the album that i was hoping would be there was there on the ep yeah it's uh, it's it's so weird because I was like, oh man, I wish they did, didn't break up. And then I was like, really? It's just they they continued this in Fugazi, they, pretty much. Yeah, and I'm I'm it, so much more happy with Fugazi. Yeah, if I, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm so grateful we got Fugazi out of this. But uh, with with the EP, uh, my main problem with the only problem with it really is the the title track. I think is a pretty pretty weak opener. I like it as a song, mm-hmm. but it feels. Like here's the thing in in the compilation it doesn't matter because you've been listening to the whole thing so it, it feels fine. If you were to isolate it and then listen to the EP EP by itself, I think the title track is is not a great opener. I I I disagree. I had to like look it up. Uh, we're talking about uh, all through life. Yeah, yeah. I I disagree. It's like. It was like a condensed prog rock song. I think me. it's a great song. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 in terms of an opening track, so that's okay. why that's what okay. I don't like. Yeah, it. Yeah. So in the context of the whole compilation, it works. It works well. Yeah, and uh, then I think my second favorite song on there is "In Silence." Or, oh, "Words Away." Yeah, that that's real good. So fucking good. I, I the guitar work in that one really made me feel like this is this is noise rock and spirit. Mm-hmm. This is like fucking years before noise rock. Or a few years before Noise Rock, it, it it felt like 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 that to me, and also significantly better production. Um, guitars are way way more audible. They're doing more more interplay off each other. They're not so much just clanging away. Yes, and uh, it feels a lot more even. Uh, Guy is is reined in. He's not quite mm-hmm. as psycho, but it works. I think it still it still works. Listen to the album for the vocals. Then you listen to the EP for the instruments. Yeah. That's really it. And I, another reason I, I don't love the whole thing in general is because I want in terms of, of album flow, the reverse of, I want the full album of these complex songs and then the short EP for the crazy. Oh yeah. So yeah. lengthwise, I end up just getting fatigued by the end of the, the album. And then I'm like, re, I'm reinvigorated by the time the EP comes on, but still it's like, I wanted more that I want. I wish there was more of that. Yeah. Yeah. But also it's, uh, I guess it's not really an issue these days, but you know, if you sought to purchase stuff, it is cool that it's all on one place. One place. Yeah. And the, it's the whole thing in, together is like 50 minutes. It's not. It is, so it is easy. Super yeah, yeah. I listen to this a lot. So in, yeah, the, in, in the lead up to this. Yeah. This is a, this is a super easy one. And also, and then the, I, guess, I guess there's a band called happy go licky. Happy go licky. Yeah. That's considered like a, like a spinoff. It's basically yeah. this band, it, uh, but it. I've only heard like I've only heard one track from them. I wanted. I've been wanting to hear the 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 record, but never got around to it. I think it's more more uh, more experimental. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I'd be down to check it. That out. could be a loose ends. Dude. Oh, it could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could just be a full episode, but I, I think it's more fair <laughs> to do loose ends. It's. I think it's a short record. Yeah. There's so many little spinoff bands that happened 
uh, during this time period. Like Ian, Ian had like four of them. I mentioned they had a skewbald slash Grand Union and Egg Hunt. And that was, I don't remember if it was before or after Embrace, but it was in, in the same time period. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Happy Go Licky. And then there was a, uh, is One Last Wish another one? You tell me. I forget. That might I don't know if they shared members, but that name rings a bell. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was the name of a record. Nope. Done. I'm done. I'm yeah. done talking about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so, because I was already listening to this, I already got all my notes. I already had, a, I wrote a pretty thorough thing. Then I was like, the Rite of Spring. I don't think I've ever listened to the entire thing beginning to end before. So I just went to the original Rite of Spring. <laughs> <laughs> and it, God damn. Because like, uh, the reason that it jogged my interest is because at the end of End on End, there's like a 10 second clip of a guy literally explaining the plot of uh, the Rite of Spring. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you just, yeah, it's a, there's a harvest and they have to have a sacrifice. So they choose a girl and she dances herself to death and then it's done. Yeah. I was like, that's a very cool premise for a thing. Mm-hmm. And I learned about it in college and I listened to parts of it in college and I had to figure out, learn, learn about Stravinsky and all that. But this time it was like, oh, I get it. I get it. Oh, it's weird. Oh, <laughs> and I finally transitioned into the psycho who watches ballets now. So now I guess I'm, yeah. I'm finally there. There you go. Oh Lord. Uh, but I am pretty illiterate about classical music. So it is a thing where you can't knock anybody for not enjoying it because it's so dense and it's a lot of it's like uh i mean it's super pretentious it's super duper pretentious especially if you think you're you're like enlightened for liking it oh no to me it's this i feel like i should because it's like i always appreciate where things come from and Mm -hmm. so you can always go further and further back down that line and you would think as a music junkie i would want to see how that genre influences things right. but not so much i guess uh i got pretty hooked on like classical romantic stuff uh it was like earlier in college where i, I took like some classes just because i needed the credits and then i was like mm-hmm. fuck i really like this and then i eventually got like hooked on romantic music a lot like chopin and uh berlioz is pretty pretty fucking rad and some uh, some other people and stuff and obviously you get to wc which is a little bit later uh, that was like the transition from romantic to 20th century and 20th century where shit is where shit got fucking weird and really, and I, I mentioned it like countless times in the past, about the really bad <laughs> experimental people that did just <laughs> re- bad, awful, shitty music <laughs> for the sake of experimentation. Sure. And they got their praise as like, compo- like they have buildings named after them and shit like, fuck yourself. You're an idiot. Yeah. You're uh, just throwing shit at the wall. You're not. But then you get the ones that that were super experimental, but also brilliant composers like Stravinsky, where he pushed it uh, in a way that's like, no one was doing that. And it was really abrasive and people hated it, but it was really musical and he knew what he was doing. And it was like a lot of like heart went behind it. So right of spring is one of those things where um, he composed it. It was very rhythmic and percussive, even though there wasn't any percussion, it was just very, Mm-hmm. aggressive jagged music and it was a lot of dissonant notes a lot of wrong notes in there it was fucking cacophony yeah but also had moments where it was like that's fucking gorgeous yeah moments of beauty and uh the people did not respond well <laughs> the people did not because the uh fucking it's the, it's, it's so funny always hearing about things that cause like riots and stuff because like I don't think I could like view or hear anything that would make me want to. It's 
just it, it, it's the dumbest thing <laughs> to hear or see something and be like, I need to fucking break something and, we're, and then hit the guy next to you. Yeah. It's it's absolutely insane. And even this one, it was uh, mostly, I think, instigated by the choreography because there's a lot of, they, it was lost because uh, the performance bombed so horribly that mm-hmm. they stopped putting it on. So the choreography was lost for decades and then they, people reconstructed it. And that's what I watched. Um, so it's like close enough to the original. It's not exactly, but sure. what is exactly the yeah. original? If anything, so who gives a fuck? But there was a lot of stomping. There was a lot of like, it was really aggressive. And, and people were just like, they either thought it was ridiculous and stupid. So they mocked it or they were like, fuck, this sucks. Yeah. So you get the audience of like half of them were pretentious ballet snobs. And the other half was like a bunch of beatniks. And they were fighting with each other over it. Yeah. The, so it's like a bunch of fucking mouth breathers, man. Oh man, that's what it was. All right. Yeah. But it's real. It's real. It's for the sake of history. Everyone should check it out, but I don't expect to like it. Like unless you really are already into the, that kind of those compositions, uh, which I am though, but there's some stuff that, uh, that I think is, even if you're not really into classical and Baroque and all that shit, it's pretty universal. Like some stuff by Bach is like, you can't deny how fucking cool that is. Like there, there's a yeah. reason some stuff is used over and over again in, in or, movies. I don't even mean the stuff that's used. Some of that stuff for sure. Like yeah. if, if you it, take out the association with all these dramatic movies and then it's still good, but some stuff like uh, I think it's little fugue by, by Bach. It's like, I remember the first time I heard that I was like, Holy shit. That's like so fucking good. Like just the way it's composed. It's just so brutally complex and beautiful and then you i mean i sound like such a fucking blowhard but other stuff by chopin where you hear it in movies and then some of the stuff you don't hear movies like this is fucking this is just as good like sure yeah uh yeah there's a there's a lot to be had there without without having to wear a monocle and a tuxedo you can sure yeah yeah this is a, a fan of music exactly and this and you could be also enjoy rites of spring yes. also this is, it's all music, baby. It's all music. It's all music. Join us in like 10 years when we'll do classical music and jazz. Man, I'm not ready for jazz. <laughs> Just so much. I, 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 oh, I, yeah, I threw, I threw something up there because I was like, you know, now that we do two parters. Oh, but, shit. but you shut. Yeah, you're like, no, I can't. Uh, I'm like, maybe, maybe down one day. One day we'll way, will way down the line. Yeah, it will happen. These things will happen. It's yeah. just, goddamn. The fact that we keep prioritizing little bands like this is also pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's who we like. It's cool. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, uh, I also like when uh, I go to the YouTubes and there's not really in-depth discussions or history on bands and we're the only ones. So uh, that is it's almost a badge of honor. It honestly. is. It is. Even if it only gets us like two hundred, like it. I don't care. I'm like we were the first. We were the first. First. Uh, first. At least that. Uh, and if you don't agree with us, make your own video, and then there'll be two. But we'll still be first. Yes. Yeah. We'll still get recommended in the algorithm. The algorithm. Oh, that algorithm is fucking. <laughs> oh God, I hate it. I hate what? it, but it's important. But I hate it. Yes. Leave comments because it helps. But I hate it. One day. The rhythm's gonna get you. One day, one day, Gore's rhythm, Lord Almighty. Uh, so how, uh, I don't remember how they broke up. Right to spring. Oh, we don't know the whole. Oh, I did, yeah, I didn't read the whole thing. Yeah, this that they broke up, and um, I don't think I, I. There was a specific reason that I that I read about. I think that the thing that I did read was like 
they they were such a sh- they, they were a supernova essentially they burned so bright that he just crumbled because they were yeah. destroying their equipment at shows for sure and it wasn't like a rock star thing these guys were fucking dirt poor living in dc yeah like, they're not gonna replace that no no there's a slap some duct tape on there at best fucking hey man oh man like that just gives me horrible flashbacks of, of playing shitty backyard gigs and having to borrow equipment and just hoping that someone would say mm, yes. Cause like, yeah. Because these days, it's a no. It's an automatic, like, no. As an adult? Not. No, Fuck yeah. Man. No, yeah. <laughs> Bring your own instruments, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking- <laughs> <laughs> the kids. Kids are... Yeah, the one the one backyard show I did, I did for... I think I forgot my rack, Tom, and I had to... Oh, man. Which I don't know how that happens. I guess there's this a lot of pieces of drums. And there, what it is, it is uh, when you're not used to packing, you mm. forget stuff. And, and also, all equipment is is just packing for one night. Also, your boy had an eight-piece drum kit. That I was not trying to take that whole whole thing. That's too big. That is far too big. This for is so fun. Yeah. So fun though. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the feeling of playing drums when you feel like you could never run out of toms. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just for an hour just going around in a circle. Just forever fills. Oh uh, shit! What was it? Um, what the hell was I gonna say? Yeah, the uh, there were a few times that I had uh, that I, I reluctantly let people borrow my shit, and I think that that good karma came around full circle. I think it was a, it was a, it was years ago now. It was the the band that I had, um. In the middle of the first song, I busted my E string, my my low E string, which is, let's just say, very essential in yes. most songs when playing on a guitar. Yes. <laughs> first song, busted it. And I was like, ah, this is not good. Yeah. This is a bad time. But for some reason, I didn't panic. I was like, and you guys got a string? And one guy just pulls out a brand new E string, and I just strung it up on the spot. Nice. Save the show. I was yeah. like, god damn. What are the odds? I some people are just there to help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Fuck. I miss shows. I miss playing shows like shitty shows. Not for the reasons like not for the shitty reasons. Not for well, <laughs> in a way for the shitty reasons just so I can have the story later. Mm-hmm. Like is in the moment it's awful, but I've gone through so many god awful performances that just the panic is gone. Yeah. Well, f- at least at this time of this I might re- retract that statement later on, but mm-hmm. When when th- enough bad things when when enough of the worst case scenario happens on stage, the you lose you become like a fucking uh, stoic old grizzled you're, vet. Yeah, you're numb to it. Yeah, yeah. Just got a thousand yard stare wherever I go. Yeah, yeah. Fucking fuck my shit up. Mm. Do your worst. Don't don't do your worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rusty. I need fucking to ease back into it. Uh, but you might as well wrap since uh. Since we pretty, we we dissected this some bitch. It's it's a classic. It's a, it's not for everyone, but goddamn, if you're into any kind of punk, this is our, uh, such an essential lo- uh, step in the evolution. Yes, or you know, if you have a preference of rights of spring over em- embrace or or vice versa, let us let us know actually what, what you think. The uh, dude argue. You are for once argue amongst yourselves about amongst yourselves because <laughs> we've already done it. Yes, we've already yes. done it. Oh, I love Embrace so much. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, but this is good shit. Everyone check it out, and especially fans of Fugazi and all that. If you, I can't imagine any Fugazi fans haven't gone to this. It would seem. I mean, insane. I I haven't. That's right. So, so they are. They are. Yeah. They do exist. Uh, but anyway, thank you all so much for listening and watching and hanging out and supporting and being super cool and friendly and not at all talking shit to us in the comments. You're all wonderful. If you want to support us further, you can share with friends and you subscribe and leave ratings on iTunes. I don't even care at this point. Just, you know, just just keep just keep watching. Spread baby. the word. Keep watching. Spread the word. Yeah, baby. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitch and Twitter, everything at PanderMonkey. You can follow Alex on Instagram at Mother puncture. Hell yes. You can also, for real, for real, for real support, patreon.com slash every album ever. Bonus episodes, early access to certain episodes, like we said, discounts off merch, and of course, you get to top the line so you don't wait for us to not get to your request. Uh, and I think that's around it. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, I think the only song to play is drink deep i think you are a good man yes hell yeah so thank you all so much for listening and watching watching i will say it again watching it watching it see ya Do I cry?